Hey, church family, happy Thursday. It is a blessing to walk with Christ with you guys. So, well, while everybody is scattered doing whatever it is that we're doing today, I just pray that each of us would delight richly in the Lord and that we'd be faithful. So whether you're headed off to school this morning or whether you're one of our college students or um, one of our adults, a mom, a dad, whoever, I just want to thank you for walking with the Lord together. So we're talking about uh, first fruits. We're talking about giving our best to the Lord in the month of January, prioritizing the Lord and making some spiritual decisions that we maybe have been putting off for a while. The idea for us as a church family is that we are going we're going to dedicate the first month of the year totally to the Lord and just give him our first and our best. We're not going to give him our leftovers or the least of what we have to offer. Well, today I want to ask you to give the Lord your mind. I know that sounds crazy, but around the office lately, um, Sean Hampton, our recovery pastor, and I have been having uh, conversations about you know what the scriptures mean when they teach us to renew our mind. And no doubt, that would be a fantastic journey for any believer to explore. You know, what are the ways that we renew our mind? What are the ways we fix our mind on Christ? You know, what are the ways that we choose to be uh, not conformed to the patterns and images and worldviews of the world? Well, we've been talking about renewing, renewing our mind. And I just want to share a passage from Philippians. And I'm just asking everybody today to give the Lord your mind's attention, to give the Lord your thoughts. So this is a, a passage near the end of the book of Philippians in chapter 4. Uh, it's a passage that most of the church is pretty familiar with. You've heard it over and over and over again, but I hope that it will bless you. So this is what Paul says, um, verse 8 of chapter 4. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. I don't know about you, but uh, I am very interested in the God of peace being with me. I want an overwhelming sense of peace in the middle of our chaos. I just want to know that the Lord is near. Okay, so the advice that Paul gave is that we ought to choose to think about whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, anything that's excellent or praiseworthy, we should think about them. I know that seems like a very simple practice and maybe a practice that doesn't seem like it's uniquely Christian, but it's a Christian practice that I don't want the church to forget about. So let's think about this. According to Paul, it seems as if we have the ability today to choose where we will direct our thoughts and where they will linger. That throughout the day, you and I are going to have the opportunity to allow our thoughts uh, to be primarily focused on good things or bad things, Uh, praiseworthy, excellent things, or chaotic and stressful things, sinful, awful things, or helpful things. And so let's just, let's unpack the power of our thoughts for a a bit. So I talk to our kids um, about this sometimes, and I haven't as much recently, but I will today uh, as I did when they were younger. Yeah, but I tell our I tell my boys, you know, the one thing that everybody gets to choose in life is is your attitude. You get to pick 
your attitude. And in a, in a way of thinking, your attitude simply is a disposition or a piece of your worldview, or in a way, your attitude is how you choose to think today. Is the glass half full or is the glass half empty? Do I operate with a bias for trust or a bias for distrust? Do I choose to think about people as you know, sacred and good and blessings from God? Or do I choose to think about people as problems or evil? Some of these, some of these choices are really ours to make. And so Paul encourages to think about whatever is positive and None of us have control over what's going to happen in our day-to-day. I mean, we do some, but all of us are going to have some things interrupt our day. All of us are going to have some unforeseen things. Some of us are going to have some very heavy things today. You don't necessarily get to control what happens to you, but you do get to control how you think about that. And it seems as if it's in our power at every crossroad throughout the day to choose to think on these noble, pure, excellent, praiseworthy, admirable things that honor Christ and reflect our trust in the sovereignty of God and the goodness of his creation, or we can think generally negative thoughts. I want to say that as the church, right, we are, we're new creation. And I want to encourage you to think renewed thoughts. I think that the world that we are living in right now, our our minds and our thoughts are almost toxic. You know, we're we're agitated or angry at the smallest thing. Sometimes we even get inheritively inherit inherently pessimistic or or negative. And so, what's the power of a people of a church who will launch out into our community with with positive thoughts? Another little small way to think about this is, uh, so I am extremely ADHD, which I it's fine by me. It's the only life I've ever known. Um, you know, I was ADHD in Sugarlock, Mississippi, before anybody was handing out medicine for ADHD or before anybody in Sugarlock knew what to call it. Uh, so it's the only life I've ever known. It's the only way to think that I've ever known. My brain is an absolute circus, and sometimes it's funny. Uh, to watch um, internally for me, to watch how my thoughts shift about you know, how often I'm caught up in a quick daydream, how often I'm thinking uh, thinking something out to myself. Well, anyway, I don't know if you're like me or maybe your thought patterns are entirely different. Maybe you can apply this nonetheless. But for me, one of the ways I've thought about trying to apply this teaching from Paul the Apostle um, is to sort of capture some of these my running imagination and bring it back around to the Lord. You know, if I'm if I'm if I've allowed my brain to drift or or be taken aside, uh, and and begin to think about things that are negative or um, pessimistic, that I would just allow the light of Christ in and sort of surrender these things to the Lord in prayer and allow the Lord to help me begin to operate again with a default positive attitude, with a default um, positive thought pattern that I would start to dwell on things that are that are praiseworthy. So here's the deal. Everybody listening to the podcast, every part of our church family today, you are faced with the same choice. Some of you are in much harder situations than others today, but every one of us is faced with the same choice. We're faced with the choice to focus our minds on positive things or to allow them to become negative. 
and for every one of us, those of us in the hardest settings and those of us who are in a, in a, in a fairly smooth setting during this season, I think if we choose to let our minds be fixed on these positive things, the things that are noble and admirable and praiseworthy, I think if we allow our minds to be focused on new creation realities in the light of the sovereignty of God, each one of us will find that the hard situations or the happy ones that we're in are better off, that we're better and more able to serve the Lord and enjoy Him today. So as you and I try to give our first fruits and our best to the Lord today, our devotional encouragement to the church family is while you're on mission today, fix your minds on things above. Whatever is good and noble and admirable and praiseworthy, whatever is right and pure, think on these things and let the new creation of Christ begin to reign in your mind. Church, God bless you. I hope that you are richly blessed today and surprised by the work of the Spirit in your life. I hope he leads you into things that are fantastic. I can't wait to hear your stories.